This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. It's that time of year already. Haul the tires out of the shed or the garage. Can we get one more season out of them? We all do it. I know it. I know I do it. This is The Driving Podcast. I'm your host, Lorraine Sommerfeld, and we're talking about tires. I'm going to be joined by Kyle Stanford. He's an OK Tire dealer out of Calgary, Alberta. Calgary gets a fabulous cross-section of our crazy Canadian weather, so Kyle's the perfect guy to be talking about this with. I'm going to be asking him all kinds of questions for you. Cost, treadwear, new compounds, what's going on in the industry. We're also going to find out when you should change, why you should change. Big question about all weather tires now becoming an important player on the scene. Kyle Stanford, thanks for joining the Driving Podcast. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Lorraine. This is the time of year I'm sure you are being overwhelmed with people calling in. The weather starts to twitch a little bit and everybody starts making their calls. And I know I call my mechanics and go, uh, can you fit me in? And they just start laughing. It's like, okay, I understand. I'm sorry. I got accused about five or six years ago of being a shill for the industry and being paid by the tire companies, which I'm not because we kept pushing winter tires, the importance of them. There's yeah. a big difference in the tires that my dad put on the car. He would have been 94 if he was alive. And what's going on now? What are some of the things people need to understand about temperature and compounds and just the changes in the industry? Well, just, just like you said, Lorraine, I mean, when we all grew up and years and years ago, tires were different back then. Um, most people drove on all season tires and that's what you drove on all year round. Um, yes, the temperatures and the, and the weather has changed a little bit, but the, uh, the technology has gotten so much better. And people who do put winter tires on, they're absolutely better. I mean, like you said, back in Ontario, the weather is a little bit different. Road conditions are different. Out here in Alberta, definitely they are different too. Um, but but absolutely, I mean, we can get into more of the details, but uh, having winter tires is a great thing to have. My, my dad used to slap two big gnarly tires on the back of the station wagon. It was a rear wheel drive, obviously. Everything was back then. And these things look like Frankenstein's monster with these deep, big grooves. And he swore up and down the whole point of winter tires. They had to be heavy and with massive treads. That's not really the case anymore, is it? We've got a little more finesse going on. What do you see as the best improvements in winter tires over the past few years? Well, we don't, ha- we, don't, we don't have to put sandbags in the back of that station <laughs> anymore. So. Yeah, exactly. It, uh, I, a, lot of the, a lot of the vehicles now are all-wheel drive also. And um, ha- having, having the winter tires, you don't need those big lugs anymore. The, the compounds have changed. These engineers with all the different brands and uh, manufacturers of tires, they've changed the compounds. They've, they, they've gone to a softer compounds. They've gone to uh, more siping, which is little teeny slits in the treads. They've, uh, they've gone, some of the manufacturers have even been putting uh, crushed up walnuts into the treads so that it, uh, 
definitely will help grab onto the ice. Um, it'll push away the slush. They will grab grab onto the snow, push through the snow, push it out of the way. So having those big lugs, not not as advantageous anymore. <laughs> yeah, my dad was never off-roading in that wagon. So <laughs> I'm a lot of people. I'm a fan of dedicated winter tires. I have two sets of tires. I make sure all my kids do as well. There is an increase in cost. You do have to switch them over if you don't do them yourself, and I don't do it myself. How long should a set of winters last, depending on driving habits? But if people buy them, what can they expect? And does it matter if I buy cheap ones or more expensive? What's what's the range of the tire game? You know what? Every, everybody's different. And we do get this question every single day. It's like, how long will these tires last? If I buy a more expensive one, will they last? I mean, it, it depends on your driving habit. I mean, we have a lot of people out here in the West that are driving up and down to the ski resorts every single weekend, or they're they're out driving up and down gravel roads. So the best answer to that is typically somebody should get three to four good, good winters out of them. If they switch them back and forth, like Having just like you'd mentioned, Lorraine, is is if you have like a dedicated all season tire for the summer and the shoulder months, and then the the winter tires for the for the winter. And if you, if you put if you take them on and off when you're supposed to, you should you should get at least three to four good years out of them. But I mean, if, if in doubt, I mean, always drive by an, an okay tire shop. I mean, they're super friendly. They'll run out there. They'll have a quick look, and they'll give you a, a good honest opinion how they're doing. How important is it, Kyle? I have dedicated rims, and I know some people put them back and forth because they like the look of the rims that their car came with, which I understand. I use steelies because I think they look cool, and I know that's really lame, but I like them. I just bought a new set. I'm so excited. It is out of all proportion to have new rims. (laughs) But is it okay for people to use their existing rims? Does it add any additional wear, putting the rubber back and forth, and is there any problems with pitting or salt on their normal rims that came with the car? What do you recommend to a customer? Those are, those are great questions. Um, what we tell people is it, it comes down to finance too. If they can afford to have two sets of rims, absolutely is better. I mean, taking your summer tires or your all season tires on and off and your winter tires on and off the original OEM or the original rims that they have on their vehicle I mean, it does put a little bit of stress on the on the bead and taking the uh, the tire on and off. Um, th- there is the possibility of a little bit of damage, but I mean, if you have the proper technology and the proper equipment, I mean, there's usually not an issue. But having two sets of rims, it's quicker, it's cheaper, um, it's nice to be able to just throw them on and off. If you see a snowstorm coming this weekend, yeah. it's like hey. I don't have to wait for that hour appointment. I can do it myself or I can run into a tire shop and get it done quickly. And you did mention that uh, salt and pitting. Uh, The steel rims, you've got some new steel rims now. They're definitely going to hold up, but they do get pitted. The salt gets on the road. I know Ontario uses more salt than we do, but they they do get pitted. Some of the new aluminum rims, they actually been coated so that they can last longer. Okay, that's a new improvement because I know even 10 years ago, the chrome rims were not faring that well. We read a lot about tires and we take in a lot of information. The internet is either the best or worst thing that's ever happened to people, I swear. I know for me, even when my kids were little, I, I was broke, broke, broke. And I had winter tires because I would rather put them on the Visa card and make sure I had them because I knew the stopping distance could be the difference between hitting a kid and not hitting a kid. 
And I knew that the one time they saved me <laughs> was going to either save a life or at least save me in alignment if I, you know, barked into a curb. Who do you find that this is overwhelmingly a safety issue for people? Or because I mean, government doesn't mandate it outside of Quebec. So is it people that are just doing the right thing? Or who, who are your favorite customers that come in? You know, I mean, winter tires absolutely are better. And if, like you mentioned, if you can afford them, absolutely, absolutely. We still get the customers that come in and they're just like, no, I want one set of tires. But, uh, and then we can talk about different types of tires out there. But having that winter tire, it stops you quicker. I mean, some people want to guarantee that it's going to stop them as fast as an all season tire in the summer. But a winter tire is the best you can get and the safest you can get to to save you from hitting that curb, to save you from getting into a small accident. Um, the, the siping in those tires, the technology in those tires is is just well well deserved to have in the winter. I found a lot of people don't understand the difference until they feel it on their own car. And we had a reader this a few years ago now, and she went to a tire shop. And it was a friend that owned the shop and he insisted on putting them on. She drove home, called and said, my father's on his way to get a set as well. She had to feel it for herself. And I think sometimes that's what the opposite is. We get in a rental or something that doesn't have them in the winter and you're going, "Uh oh, here we go. And it's just. Absolutely. You know, my, my grandfather lives out there in Ontario and he's never put winter tires on his vehicle until about five years ago he's like should i put winter tires on and we went ahead and put winter or he put winter tires on out there and he's like i don't know why i didn't do this earlier that's, i mean it's a generational yeah. thing too i mean they, they grew up without them and then but like yeah. you said once you once you try them you probably won't go back i just i'm always amazed at yes it's a cost but the safety and we all know now if two cars touch even a little bit you got about two thousand bucks worth of damage on each side if it's paint or clips Absolutely. or whatever. So even in a parking lot, just that little slide is going to cost you more than maintaining those tires. You mentioned a minute ago about you can go over different uh, types of tires if they don't want to do dedicated twice a year, which I understand. All weather tires, 10 years ago, I laughed at them because I think you can't be all things to all people. However, I've been told they're coming along nicely. What's, what's new about the all weather tires that we should know? Well, the all-weather tires, they've been out for a couple of years now. There was one or two manufacturers and uh, that, that were building them. Um, I think they originated in the States. And uh, for, for, the, for the climates that are not quite as severe as ours up here, but having an all-weather tire, it, it definitely the, the compounds are softer. They put more siping into them. They, they've allowed a wind, or an all-season tire with a little bit of manipulation and changing to be able to get that uh, three peak snowflake put onto that tire. So those people that really, really can't either afford two sets of tires or don't want the hassle of going back and forth, they can have a little bit more safety, I guess you could say, when you're keeping these all weather tires on all year round. Would that maybe be better in a place like Vancouver, where it's a little bit more temperate, even though it does get colder? Like, is that kind of a some places it, they make more sense than others. You guys have horrific winters here in downtown Toronto. Not always. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I I agree with that, Lorraine. I mean, I think in a little bit more temperate climates, it's probably a little bit better choice. Um, I mean, Toronto is a little bit different than out here in Alberta. Same as Vancouver. Cal- Calgary's 
we're we're lucky. We get these Chinooks here, and the Chinooks mm-hmm. will come in once a week, once a month, and clear our roads. And they're nice and clean and clear, and the ice is gone, and it's not stuck onto the onto the pavement permanently for the winter. So, I, we we still would suggest that you definitely, if you can, go with the winter tire. But you know what? Come into a tire shop. Come into an OK Tire. Every single one of our owners across Canada will give you a good, honest opinion for for the climate. Your climate's different than ours. Absolutely. You mentioned the snowflakes. Now, all the t- all tires have symbols on them and a whole bunch of numbers that yes. look like some World War II code to most of us, but they're all very important. <laughs> um, I call it the date of birth, the one on the end, when yeah. that tire was manufactured. One of my mechanics says he won't buy anything that's older than a year. What part of that tire in those numbers, what are the important things, the symbols and that date when it was produced and the size, of course? For sure. Like uh, on every tire in in Canada, they have the DOT number and it's a bunch of long numbers like you were mentioning. And the, the last four digits will tell you the week that it was manufactured and it'll tell you the year that it was manufactured. Um, I, I don't know if I would purchase tires more than a couple years old. Um, most stock, if uh, if uh, a distributor is doing their the proper work that they should be doing in their warehouse, they should be able to rotate those tires through so that we get the newest tires constantly. Because tires do, over years, they, they do dry out. Uh, we have some customers, I'm in a little bit older neighborhood here, and we have some customers that only put on four or 5,000 kilometers a year. And they come in and their tires, they just old and wrinkly, uh, unfortunately. When we, <laughs> and we tease, we tease each other. They're like, hey, it looks like, a, it looks like my wrinkly hands, the sidewall of the tire. And, and it is. They, they've dried out, but they're not, they're not worn out. But they're definitely old and they're definitely not safe anymore. And we, we tell them that they need to change those out. So, yeah, you, you need to look at those last four digits of that DOT number. When does the warranty begin? When, when it's sold to you or that number? Um, no. You know what? Every every manufacturer is different. Um, if okay. you're, if, and uh, when we do when we do sell them, the the manufacturer's warranty starts. Okay, Tire also has their their own um, road has warrant road hazard warranty. Um, but each each individual manufacturer has their own warranty, and and it does start. But I mean, we would never sell a tire that was more than a couple years old. Stay tuned. Lorraine and her guests will be right back. Now back to Lorraine and this episode of The Driving Podcast. Can you explain warranties to people? I've had people get upset because they've had one tire wear unevenly or something and find out it's a prorated warranty, which of course makes sense. You've had the use of this product for a year or two. But can you explain how if someone came in and there was a fault with the tire, how it would be taken care of under a warranty from a manufacturer? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we have people that, that phone us up daily. We have people that just drive up to the shop and they're saying, hey, my, for whatever reason, the tires have not um, worn properly. If if tires have been rotated properly, if there's no abnormal wear issues, then we go ahead and we, we can measure the depths of the tread and then we can look up the manu- individual manufacturer's um, specifications is say a manufacturer has an eighty thousand to hundred thousand kilometer warranty. Um, we can we can contact that uh, manufacturer um, and and they'll say okay, go ahead and you can prorate it to this, and then we give them a discount 
and um, and then sometimes we get reimbursed for it. But but either way, I mean, okay, tire, they're gonna take care of you. I mean. <laughs> You you show up with a vehicle and, and like you said, one tire might be worn out before the other tires and we're going to figure out what that issue was. Was it a ball joint? Was it an alignment issue? Did you hit the curb by accident? And then we'll, yeah. then we'll go ahead, we'll address that issue and then and then we'll take care of you with that other tire. We'll figure out if you need, a, a, that's a whole nother topic. Do you need two yeah. or do you need four? <laughs> so. what, what do we say to people who insist like my old man of just putting two winter tires on the drive the drive wheels you, you know what we we hear that all the time too and and uh, yeah. you know you're giggling but we hear it all the time people will show up just put two on just put two on if you put two on the back yeah you might get some good traction in the back and be able to push your vehicle forward but that's what it's doing it's going to push you through that ice and snow and your front tires are going to lock up and it's gonna, you're just gonna skid. You won't be able to steer properly either. So you need false economy. Put, yeah, you need yeah. to put those four tires on. You you mentioned uh, a few minutes ago about tires that get wrinkled, so they start to dry out. Um, there's also part of the argument is that when people see a lot of healthy tread, they say my tires are fine, and low milers. You're right. They haven't put a lot of kilometers on it, so they're figuring I've got eighty thousand k. It's you know these are good till I die. But UV rays break down that compound. Um, so many things impact that and drying out because it is a rubber compound. So what should people be looking for? If I say check my tires, what what am I looking for? You said it looks like an old wrinkled hand. <laughs> yeah, it's just some, some tires. The, the sidewalls, just like you mentioned, the the UV light hits those the sidewalls that have been. Tires have been sitting in underneath the sun, and they they do start wrinkling and they do start drying out. Um, they can you can look at the the DOT number and see how old they are. Um, you can start seeing cracks in between all the treads right on the top of the tire. But but we do you do see vehicles that have low mileage that they're just the lots of tread. But uh, I mean, for example, yesterday I had a lady come in. She's like, do I need new winter tires? She's being proactive and wants to get her winter tires done here soon. And she had great tread, lots of tread, but they were rock hard. The compound had dried out and they were rock hard. And I told her, I said, these are these are no better than an all season tire. And she and she 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 appreciated the honest opinion. And she's going to go ahead and purchase some new tires for this winter. Good. I like that. I, I like when people do their research and come in and ask good questions. I tell everyone you don't have to know the answers. Just go in and ask the questions because you guys know what you're talking about. You can sell at any price point like we can get people into safer tires and it's not about overcharging people. It's not about pushing them into high performance anything. And I think sometimes people overlook tire shops that are dedicated to tires. You guys know your stuff. And that's why I go to tire shops. We um, appreciate that. <laughs> I, I have a question. This happened to my daughter-in-law a couple months ago. Her tire was really low and she took it in and they fixed it with a plug because it was within the tread that there had been punctured. She picked up some road shrapnel or something. So now that there's a plug in there, is that a temporary fix? Can I've driven on plugs before for a long time back in my youth. Um, what does that mean for the quality of the tire and the performance? And what should we be thinking about if they've fixed a tire? Those plugs have their uses. And the, the plugs are definitely, we suggest that they're an emergency 
emergency situation only the tire shop is closing and you run down and buy a kit and next door neighbor somebody helps you out and sticks a plug in there you're up in the mountains you're at the ski resort yeah they have their places for sure but once that plug's put in we suggest you come to a tire shop come down to an okay tire we'll take it off we'll pull it off of the rim we'll inspect it on the inside and make sure that there's no more major damage going on in there um, and then we'll pull the plug out and we'll fix it properly. And if you fix a tire properly and it's in the uh, the holes in the in the good part of the tread, that, that tire should be almost 100% back to normal. Okay, now I have to go and get a kid's tire fix. Thanks for that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, but, um, but like you said, I mean, we've all driven on them, but they need yeah. to, I mean, they're, they're going to, eventually they will start leaking again. I won't compromise anybody's safety especially my kids and that's why actually that's why i asked you that that was a personal question during this pandemic which has been weird 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 for everybody yeah. starting last year i had a lot of people say i'm not take i'm not doing my switch over in the spring because i only go out a couple times a week or once a week or not at all and i know people that have run now two summers on their winters we get crazy heat here as well, and the heat impacts those soft tires like crazy. What do you advise or what do you say to someone who's leaving them on too long? You know, I mean, we, we've had the same situation all across Canada, and I'm sure it's happened around the world. Um, and, and lots of people, especially people that have several vehicles, and um, they, they started working from home and uh, they're not driving their vehicles as much. The people who left their winter tires on and they didn't drive a lot, I mean, you're not going to do permanent damage, but people who, who continue to drive and continue to get to work and stuff and left their winter tires on for whatever reason, they didn't want to come to a shop or whatever reason during this this, this COVID-19 um, pandemic, people need to be very careful. Having winter tires on in the summer, many different things could happen. I mean, premature. For one thing, you're going to prematurely wear them out. Um, the stopping, um, instead of stopping at a certain distance with a, an all-season tire, the stopping distance is, is actually, it's, it's, it's been prolonged. I mean, you're going to stop a couple car lengths longer now because you have a winter tire that's softer. And um, if, if you get a lot of heat, like back there in southern Ontario, you can actually have some of the uh, marbling effects going on and, and a little bit of, I don't know if you want to say melting of the tires and uh, it's, mm -hmm. it's not healthy for them. Okay. That's, I'm trying to get people to protect their investment, Absolutely. which sometimes it means spending a little bit more. And again, you mentioned dedicated rims. It's the fastest way to move them back and forth. But I say in spite of all that, however you can get into them, get into them for safety because the cost of a crash is just even a slight one is just so not worth it. It would be in the the green room. We don't have a green room, but we were talking before we started recording. Yeah. And and you mentioned a lot of women come into your shop with a lot of great questions, and I find that really interesting. Why do you think you're seeing so many women? Is it kids? I know women buy. You know they're behind the buying decisions in a lot of vehicles, but I'm interested that they're behind the tire selections. Yeah, I mean, you know what? I think I think. The ladies, the women, they've uh, they've taken an initiative to get to know their vehicles better. They're doing their research more. 
um, we had a contractor outside working outside of our shop and uh, we knew we had a lot of ladies that came to our shop but as he was working for three or four days outside he he came up to us he's like 75 to 80 percent of the la- people coming through your front door are ladies and it, it, it kind of hit me and I started thinking just like you were saying Lorraine is why why are the ladies doing it I mean a, a lot of it is 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 our shops particularly the okay tire because they're family oriented i mean we're we take a personal interest in every single person that comes through and we gain that trust for those people and i think the ladies once they gain that trust they they take a a great interest and uh become dedicated to your shop but i i love it when they do their research and come in and ask me questions and some of the questions we might not know 100 percent, and we we research it and we let them know and it, it 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 keeps us on our toes too i like that i like seeing uh people engaged with especially major purchases that they're protecting and and their families. So I think it's awesome. I want to thank my guest, Kyle Stanford from OK Tire in Calgary, as well as everyone who's tuned in. I'll remind listeners that you can subscribe to The Driving Podcast through iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast player, where you can also find other episodes. Make sure to tune in for our next edition, where I'll bring you the latest from the used car front. If you're in the market, you'll want to hear our expert tips. Until next time, on The Driving Podcast, I'm Lorraine Sommerfeld. Hey there, Andrew McCready here from Post Media's Plugged In Podcast, the half-hour show taking you down Canada's electric vehicle highway. Super excited to be launching Season 5 in mid-October with a full slate of guests covering all the EV topics that matter to you and our planet. Just as with Seasons Pass, we'll be talking to the experts and the everyday people who are driving the EV revolution forward in this country and around the world. Be sure to check out all the past episodes by subscribing to Plugged In wherever you listen to your podcasts or at driving.ca. If, like me, you live life in four-wheel drive while brushing your teeth with rough-cut pine lumber, you'll want to listen to the Truck Guy podcast from driving.ca. The Truck Guy podcast is presented by driving.ca's Matthew Guy. I'll host a new expert guest every episode to talk about pickup trucks and 4x4s. Ride Shotgun as I explore truck-related topics ranging from towing and overlanding to the latest models and their hot new features. Produced right here in Canada, the Truck Guy podcast is your dirt road ride to fresh inside takes on the latest truck news, test drives, how-to tips, and, just maybe, a dose or two of high-octane opinion. Join me to explore the best that Canada has to offer for off-road wheeling, towing and hauling, camping, and a bit of truck-based DIY. (laughs) Beds aren't just for sleeping, they're for hauling dirt, towing trailers, and just about any other work or recreation task you can think of. The Truck Guy Podcast is available on Apple Music, Spotify, or wherever you download your favorite audio program.